Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name, I will be there with them. The Lord is here. Worship him. I know you are here. Jesus, you are moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. You are fixing every destiny. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. You are healing every sickness, every disease. I worship you. I worship you. Savior, you are here. You are rescuing every soul, every soul that is lost. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. You are restoring joy to them that have lost joy. I worship you. I worship you. Merciful Father, you are here. You are releasing your mercy to each one of us. I worship you. I worship you. For you are way maker. You are never changing, that is who you are. Unchangeable changer, that is who you are. Just go ahead and worship him. Lift your hand and worship the name of Jesus. He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the I am that I am, the one that reverses the irreversible. When he speaks, it comes to pass. He's a light in the darkness. When light comes in, darkness cannot comprehend it. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. I will sing. 
Is somebody singing? Because with my mouth, with my mouth, I will make it known. I will tell them you are faithful. Your faithfulness with my mouth, with my mouth, I will testify. To all generations, I will sing all the mercies of the Lord. I will sing all the mercies of the Lord. Go ahead, sing it out. Tell the Lord how merciful He is. Tell Him how faithful He has been to you. He loves to hear it. He loves to hear it. He does not eat our pounded yam. He does not drink our wine. But he loves to hear us praise him. Tell him, Lord, I praise you. I honor you. It's by your mercy that I'm not consumed. It's by your grace. My soul has been saved. Glory to your name. Honor to you. Adoration to you. Go ahead and worship him. In Jesus' name, we pray. The theme of today is Merciful Father. You are going to pray and say, Father. It is written that as a father has mercy on his children, so the Lord has mercy on those who fear him. Father, before I leave here today, show me your mercy. Go ahead and pray. Have mercy on me before I leave this place. As a father had compassion on his children, the same way God has mercy on those who fear him. In Jesus' name we pray. Everlasting Father, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the merciful father oh lord we glorify you we exalt you we magnify your name lord we declare there is no god beside you we declare there is none that can be compared with you oh blessed be your holy name lord thank you for gathering us unto yourself this morning our eyes are on you lord be glorified be magnified lord reach out unto us with mercy today it is written that Whosoever covers his sin shall not prosper, but he that confesses shall find mercy. Lord, help us at this hour that whatever is hidden or covered in our lives, we will open up to you that we may find mercy. In the name of Jesus, at the end of this day, let your name be glorified. Let everyone live here justified, justified by your grace. Thank you, everlasting Father. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Just welcome. I'll shake one or two people around you and be seated, please. Just shake one or two people around you. Tell that person, God bless you. And please be seated. Amen. Can we go on B? B? 
I feel the presence of my father in this house. Amen. And if there's one thing I love to do is to worship my father. So if you can, you just join me or join us. The best place to be is where God is dwelling. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you find a secret place, the Bible says that is where to dwell. Can you give me the beat?
Worship him for one minute. Worship him for one minute. Lift your hands and worship him for one minute. He said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. In his presence there is fullness of joy and pleasures at his right hand forevermore. Just worship him. Let your voice attract him. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know what God is up to in this service. Just worship him. Just release yourself. He's going about doing good. Healing the sick. Delivering the oppressed. Onishe Iyanu. You're the God of awesome wonders. I've tasted of your power. Onishe Iyanu. You have shown me so much. Much more than I deserve. Whatever comes to your spirit, say it now. Say it to him. If you can pray in the spirit, go ahead. I am 
There's no one like Jehovah. 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 There's no one like There's no one. There's no one like Jehovah. There's no one like Jehovah. There's no one like Jehovah. Open your mouth and say, Father, in your mercy, send help to me today. Go ahead and pray. In Jesus' name we pray. The Lord bless you with his mercy. Amen. The Lord make a way for you. Amen. The Lord wipe away every accusation against you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Let's just follow the Holy Ghost, the way he's leading us. Merciful Father, Bible says, Psalm 103, Verse 8, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. Everything God does is plenty. Yafu, yafu, we call it abundance. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. Jesus said, oh, I have come to find, to seek mercy, not to bring judgment. He said, go and find out what it means. He was telling the disciples, I came for mercy, not for judgment. Amen. Amen. May you find mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus is the face of mercy of God. A woman was caught in adultery, red-handed, and they brought her. The way many of us are still living our lives today, the way we still think, they were happy. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. We don't catch you today. And they carried her, and they took her to where Jesus was. You have been preaching the kingdom of God. Oh, yeah, now. Moses said, if anyone is caught in adultery, we should stone him or her to death. This woman was caught red-handed. And the Bible said Jesus was just writing in the sand or listening to them. The woman was trembling. Ah, these people, these people, not only did you catch me, you have brought me before the Lord. I am finished. She put her head down. She didn't say anything. Jesus kept writing. When they finished talking, he said, okay, that's fine. Any one of you that has no sin, let us stone her. You be the first person to pick the stone. And the Bible says one after the other. <laughs> what happened? Their conscience began to prick them. And they left. And Jesus lifted his head and said, Oh woman, where are your accusers? He said, ah, they are gone. He said, you too, I release you, go. But go and sin no more. I pray in the name of Jesus, whatever accusation the enemy has against you, by the mercy of God, today that accusation is wiped by the blood of Jesus. Your adversaries, your accusers, you will look, you will see them no more in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the face of mercy. Amen. 
But he told us that if you want mercy, you too must be merciful. So he told us a parable. Book of Matthew. Verse uh, chapter 18, 23. Matthew 18, 23. He said, therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle account with his servants. Please, let me tell your neighbor, there's always a settlement. <laughs> there's always, don't take it for granted. Though. Everybody must settle. Everybody must settle. Therefore, the kingdom of God is likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. And as he began to the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he, him and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to pay the debt. Ah! What a tragedy. And the man began to beg. Sir, please. Sir, you know my situation. You know my wife was sick, I paid for her. My son had surgery, appendicitis. Sir, you know this happened. And the man looked at him with mercy. Verse 26. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged. And I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him. Cancelled the debt and let him go. The, then the Lord of the servant was moved with compassion. Somebody say compassion. And loosed him and forgive him the debt. My brother, my sister, are you compassionate? He did not tell him, pay back at the end of the year. He said, forget about it, you can go. And Jesus is telling us the kingdom of heaven is like that. Now listen. Verse 28. But when the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me. He demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I will pay the back. He said exactly what this man said to his boss. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in, you wicked servant. He said, I cancelled all that debt of yours because you begged me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tormented until he should pay back all that he owed. Hallelujah. Are you compassionate? Are you like your father in heaven who is a merciful father? What's the answer? Those who are saying yes, you better take heed. The Bible says, take heed. Let he that thinketh. No, the Bible is detailed. It didn't say, let he that standeth. It said, let him that thinketh that he stands. Take heed, lest he fall. Don't be too quick to say, I'm merciful. You will say, if you want to respond at all, you will say, God will help me. Don't be, don't be quick to say, uh, and let's go quickly to the case of Peter. Because this is exactly how Peter behaved. behaved. Jesus said, it is of necessity that I lay my life down and then I will send to you a comforter. And that's the Holy Spirit. Because without him, you can do nothing. 
He will be your helper, he will be your teacher, he will be your friend, and he will be your comforter. Peter said, no. What do you mean you will die? Instead of you to die, I will die first. <laughs> Jesus must have laughed. You don't know what you are talking about. And so the time came, they came to arrest Jesus. They took him away. And all the disciples scattered. And Peter, who vowed to die with him, also ran. He was hiding behind these kind of pillars. And as he was slapping, ah! they slapped him and he did nothing. Chai! Am I sure I followed the right person? Because I thought thunder would have came from heaven and destroyed these people. And they were, by his stripes, were healed. 39 stripes, 39. I've told you before, leather soaked in water with many mounts. And each mount had blade, uh, metal or broken bottle. And then because of sweat, when they carried that thing, put it in water, and then why on his back? Then the thing will stick because of the leather that is wet. Then they will pull it. Until he tears flesh. And Peter was seen. Ah, this man can't do anything. Ah, we're in trouble. After they finish with him, they are coming for us. And as he was thinking, that one little girl said, Ah, sir, why are you standing behind this pillar? You look like one of the friends of this man. He said, No. So if you say that, I will slap you. Let me say that kind of thing outside. Then before he took another, another person, saw him, he said, Ah, from, because he was now discussing with some people. He's the Lord, he's not the Lord. What is happening? Why are they treating him like this? Somebody said, Ah, from the manner of your speech, the way you are talking, you are talking like one of the people that follow this man. He said, let it not be. God forbid. Can I be one of them? And so they left him. And Jesus had told him, Peter, the enemy has sought to sift you out, but I have prayed for you. He did not take heed. He said, you are going to deny me three times. Then after the third time, you will hear a cock. He said, before the cock will crow, you will deny me three times. Then the third time, they asked Peter again, are you not one of these people? The Bible said Peter got angry and began to swear. If I am a member of this group, let thunder fire me. The Bible said he began to, to swear. He denied Jesus three times and then immediately he did it the third time. The cock now crew like this. And then Jesus turned and looked at him. Peter, how far? The Bible said Peter went out and wept. This thing this man said has happened. How could I? Brethren, tell them it is not by your power. It's not by strength, but by the spirit of the Lord. By the mercies of the Lord. Do I hear an amen? amen? And then they went away. Everybody scattered. Jesus was crucified. He died. They buried him. He rose up. They even went and caught Peter that his reason appeared to them, but it didn't really enter them. So one day Peter was going with his friends. And they were just talking. Say, ah, but ha, this thing that happened now, wow, I thought this man would have been able to do something. Peter said, anyway, that one is that one. I met him where I was fishing. Let me go back to my fishing business. He said, I go fishing. And his disciples all said, we too, we go fishing. Let's go, let's go back to the fish. And then when they, Jesus was waiting for them, they went, they tried to fish, they didn't catch anything. And Jesus was waiting for them at the shore. They came back. 
He was he already brethren. The Bible said those that seek gold, they miss God. And those that seek God, they meet gold. When they came back, the fish they tried to catch all night, they caught nothing. He already had fish roasted. Somebody say, Merciful Father. He had roasted fish and bread. And when they came, he said, Little children, he called them little because they behave like children. Little children, have you any fish or food? He said, For where? Nothing. All night we have been fishing. He said, Don't worry, come and see, let's eat. The moment they sat down, he broke bread. As he broke the bread, ah! Their eyes opened. This is how he used to break bread. This must be him. Ah, one of them said, as he was talking to us on the way, something was breaking me. He said, he's the Lord. He now looked at Peter. Peter. In Yoruba language, you know, we know how to exclaim in Yoruba and open the mouth. In Yoruba, he said, Peter, he wore. He wore. That means you. Peter. He now picked one of the fishes. I said, Peter, lovest thou me more than this? Do you love me more than this fish? If you love me, feed my lamb. In our days, we're not fishermen. I want to ask you, Do you love God more than this? Do you love him more than this? Do you know what many of us are doing for money? Young girls sleeping with men. After all, nobody's paying my, he's helping me to pay my rent. That's a bloody lie. It's better for you to sleep under the bridge than to sell your body. My brother, lovest thou Jesus more than this? The Bible says money hath wings, it will fly away. It's a deceiver. <laughs> it's a deceiver. Nobody's answering me. Do you love him more than this? All manner of cheating, stealing, killing because of money that will still finish. He told Peter, do you love him more than this? Peter said, I love you, Lord. He, he said, feed my, my, my lamb. Ask me a second time, Peter, do you love me more than this? He said, yes, I love you. He said, feed, feed my sheep. The third time, Peter, lovest thou me more than... Peter got angry again. Lord, you know I love you. You know it. <laughs> Jesus did not answer. In his mind, he said, you love me, but you denied me three times. But what Jesus did by asking those three questions was for Peter to use his mouth to cancel the three times he denied Jesus. And then he restored him. And after that, he said, Peter, now upon this rock, I build my church. The way you were before, with that denial, there's no way I can build my church. No. Say, but now that you have canceled it with your mouth, and you now, he said, upon this rock, I build my church. And I will build it, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. And then Peter began, he was restored back, and the Bible says, Peter was so anointed that sometimes when he's so busy, like on a Sunday like this, he's been so busy preaching, doing all manner of things, he, doesn't, he didn't have time. People will now find out which way will Peter use to go to his house. And the Bible said they will lay people down, the sick, the disabled, so that his shadow will just pass over them. And the Bible said as his shadow was touching them, they were all being healed. Somebody shout hallelujah. 
But who was Peter? A denier. The mercies of God are forever. Amen. The merciful God. All you have to do is come back to him. The problem is when you do not come to him and say, Lord, I am sorry. Proverbs 28, 13. Say, he that covereth his sin shall not prosper. But he that confesses shall find mercy. The Lord has opened the door of mercy this morning. Do not leave here today without opening whatever you think you have covered. David thought he had covered his sin with Bathsheba. When other kings had gone to war, David went on top of his mansion and was just strolling, looking, and then he saw a naked woman, Uriah's wife, taking her bath. And David, who already had eight wives, the devil deceived him like he's deceiving many men. He said, look at this lady. She has something your wife don't have. Eight wives, though. There's something here that your eight, your eight wives don't have it. David, look at now. Look at, look at the shape. Yeah, you can't miss this one, though. David, you cannot miss this one. You can't miss it. And David said, I can't miss it. I can't miss it. Brethren, if you read the story, when David called the servants to say, go and get me Bathsheba, they say, ah, but sir, Uriah, she's, she's, she's somebody's wife. Oh, king, live long ago. Don't be annoying, but she's somebody's wife. If, if you make me repeat that order. And then they went and brought her. He slept with her. She became pregnant. I don't think they could abort children then. So how do we cover this thing up? He said, send for her husband. He was at war. Because kings were at war. David didn't go. That's another story. When kings were at war, David was, if he was not, if he had gone to war like other kings, this thing would not have happened. That is why laziness, slothfulness should not be a part of your life. When you are supposed to be doing things, you are lazy. Then that's when all manner of rubbish come and meet you. Eagles fly high. When eagles are flying, serpents don't go and strike them. It is those who are on the ground that serpents and no manner of nonsense attack. Amen. Bring her for me. She got pregnant. Bring Uriah. He told his servant, he said, I want to honor him for his gallantry at war. He has been a brave man. Give him drink and food from the king's table. Give him wine. And they made him drunk. <laughs> but because Uriah was a man of honor, you know, as a man thinketh, so easy. David said, when he had drunk, said, go home to your wife. I'm giving you a day off. And Uriah said, on my honor as a soldier of the king, I will not do it. My colleagues cannot be on the war front fighting for this nation and I'm going to sleep with my wife. No, he said, God forbid. And he sat at the king's gate. He went and told the king, he didn't go home, give him more wine the following day. After he did that severally, the man refused to go. <laughs> well, like some people say, my hands are tied. It's a lie. Nothing tie your hand. Nothing. Your hands are not tied. You just don't want to do what my hands are tied. It's a lie. He wrote a letter to the general in the war, their commander, and said, post this man to the hottest part of battle. And when the battle is turning very hot, withdraw from him so that he will die. So he gave Uriah a death sentence 
and Uriah carried his own death sentence. He didn't know and went to give the commander. Wickedness. Wickedness. You are a pastor. A female member of the church came to you for counseling. You end up sleeping with her. What are you preaching? I don't even know why I'm saying this. Maybe there's one pastor watching me. You will go to the hottest part of hell. Uriah was killed. Everything seemed to be covered. Though. And then he now married Beersheba. I said, I want to help this, this widow. I want to help her. So I married her. And she had a child for him. And then one day the prophet came. Thank God for prophets. Solomon in his time had no prophet over him. Go and read the scripture. And that's why he made several mistakes and destroyed himself. The Bible said the women that he got entangled with introduced him to strange gods. There was no prophet to tell Solomon, this thing you are doing is wrong. So prophet Nathan came and said, oh king, live long ago. He lifted his scepter and said, peace be unto you. He said, there's a matter I want to report to you. Go ahead. You see, in your kingdom, I know David, you don't like injustice. He said, ah, you know me now. <laughs> you know me. I know you don't like injustice. But in your kingdom, somebody, a man had just one lamp that he treasured so much. And then beside him was his, in, a neighbor that had thousands of sheep, thousands of lambs. And then this neighbor with thousands of sheep got visitors. And he wanted to entertain them. He did not pick from his thousands of lamb. He went and picked this man's only lamb. Killed it, dressed it, and entertained his guests. And David said, no way! In my kingdom! He said, yes. He said, that man is a dead man. He will pay back seven times. And the, the prophet said, you are the man. David was speechless. You are the man. And the prophet began to speak. He said, because you have done this evil, the child that that woman gave birth to is going to die. Because you have brought the sword now, the sword that God gave you to defeat your enemies, you brought it into the house of the Lord to now kill your own people. He said, beginning from now, the sword will never depart from your home. David said, I have sinned. He said, God has forgiven you. You will not die. Let me tell your neighbor, but there will be consequences. That is what I want us to take home. For every covered up sin, consequences. The child died. Not long after, David's son lusted after his daughter and raped his own sister in David's house. And because they were not from the same mother, the brother of the one that was raped got angry and planned and killed his brother. How many people have died? 
two, two children have died. Then, Absalom went on exile because of that. When he came back, he decided to fight his father. He started pursuing his father. <laughs> As he was doing that one day, the Bible says his neck was cut in a branch of a tree and he died. And the Bible says David wept. The same way David made Uriah's family to weep. He wept three times. That day the prophet told him, you did this thing in secret. He said, you, your eight wives, they will be defiled openly. And Absalom did it. Openly he slept with his father's wives. Disgrace came. He lost his crown. He lost his glory. But in Psalm 51, quickly open Psalm 51. David wrote it in repentance. Father, have mercy on me. Can I have Psalm 51 on the screen from verse 1? Have mercy on me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgression. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For number three, one to go. That is the key sentence. I acknowledge. Lord, I admit I have sinned. Please help me. <laughs> because things were going worse. David had to be running from his own son. But the Lord had mercy on him. And restored. Do you know that till today David is referred as the man after God's heart? God just God just He just pushed all these things aside. Why? Somebody say mercy. <laughs> mercy. Hallelujah. Mercy. He told him the kingdom will never the, the reign will never depart from your family. You will always rule forever. And he arranged it. Jesus Christ came from the line of David. He's not ruling forever. The Lord had mercy on him. But there was another story, or there's another story, another couple, Ananias and Sapphira. This one was in the New Testament. In case somebody say, ah, Pastor, that's Old Testament now. Jesus had died and resurrected. When Peter was in church, the church was growing. People were lifted. They were encouraged. Everybody was zealous. And they said, we will give to build this church. Like we are building our building now. People sold their land. I said, Pastor, I sold my land. This project must be finished. And Peter said, God bless you. And they saw that God was blessing them. Another person came and said, Sir, I sold my car. I sold my house. This is the money for the church. He said, God bless you. And they saw that God was blessed. Ah, Ananias and Sapphira said, Okay, come. Let this thing not pass also. But they were not genuine. They did not have integrity of heart. God looks at the motives, not the physical appearance. And so they went and sold land and came to the pastor and said, Pastor Peter, Sir, we thank God for what God is doing in your life and in this ministry. And we want to be part of it. So we decided to sell our land, sir. We want to sow into the building. Ah, praise God. God bless you. Okay, so how much was the land now as you have been giving it? And they told him an amount, which was a lie. They lied. And it was only Ananias uh, that was there at this time. Peter said, are you sure? He said yes and he spoke why have you lied to the Holy Spirit he had not finished saying it when God Holy Spirit slapped Ananias and he fell down and died New Testament and they carried him to go and bury him 
and his wife came. Thank God for women. Maybe she was tying her girl at home or she was tying makeup. And so she came late. Sir, God bless you, sir. Uh, has my husband met you? Say, oh, he, they just carried him away from here. She didn't even ask, why did they carry him? Your husband said you sold land. You said yes. How much did you sell it? She told him the amount both of them agreed to lie. Are you sure? Yes. He said, look, the feet of the men that carry your husband's corpse is just at the door. They are coming to carry your corpse. As he finished saying it, show me that scripture on the screen, the book of Acts. She fell down and died. Thank God for mercy. Many Christians today will have been dead and buried with the way we behave. All the lies. Some of people, some people come to pastor's office and lie. <laughs> are you sure? I say yes, sir. Are you sure this thing you're saying? Say yes. You deceive a man of God. So was going to. It was a persecutor of the church. He killed Christians, persecuted them, entered churches, killed them. And then he went and got letter of authority from the emperor, was going to Damascus. After finishing with Patakot, he was not going to Abba. Say, I will finish these Christians. They never do anything. On the way, Jesus appeared to him. The Bible says he appeared in so much light that both Paul and his horses and everybody couldn't see anymore. And that song says, Alagbada, you know, that means the one who dresses in the garment of fire. Alagbada, you know, the one who's clothed with fire. Your voice resounds like thunder. We glorify you. Because when he called Saul, ah, it was like thunder. He bent down. Alagbada, you know, the one with eyes of fire. Your name is full of wonders. Come and manifest yourself. Yes, let him manifest his mercy today. Because immediately Saul saw, he now introduced himself. I am Jesus, the one you persecute. Why are you persecuting me? And Paul knelt down. If you go and lie to a pastor who is a genuine pastor, you are lying to the Holy Spirit. He said, he didn't say, why are you persecuting my church? He said, why are you persecuting me? And Saul knelt down. And for the first time, he said, Lord, what do you want me to do? He was already a blind man. He said, you will go to Ananias, one of those Christians you were persecuting. And you are going to beg him to pray for you. Then your eyes will open. Hallelujah. I pray in the name of Jesus, every persecutor of your life, every enemy of your progress, they will come back and beg you in the name of Jesus. They will come and bow to you in the name of Jesus. He said, go. And he went and the man prayed for him and his eyes opened. And he began to do the work. And Paul, Saul became Paul, one of the greatest of the apostles. He wrote almost half of the uh, New Testament. The Bible says his handkerchiefs, and aprons, anywhere they took them, they were healing people. He didn't need to go, just handkerchief. That was a persecutor of the church. He now became who? A great apostle. Somebody shout, mercy. Mercy, mercy changes evil results to become glorious results. 
Mercy restores lost crown and authority. You were created to reign with Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, 4, 5, 6. But God, who is rich in mercy, with a great love wherewith he had loved us, when we were dead in trespasses, had made us alive together with Christ. See, by grace you are saved. And had raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You are seated in heavenly places, but Satan does not want you there. That's why he's deceiving many people like he deceived David. You know, go ahead and do it. There's no big deal. <laughs> do it. Steal. Lie. Commit adultery. Commit. Everybody is doing this thing now. Go ahead and do it. What was the big deal? These are modern days. Oh. I want to introduce to you, church, if you don't know, there is a God who is called the Ancient of Days. He changed not. The standards he used to rule in the ancient days is still the same. Don't let any devil deceive you and say these are modern days. You go to, onto the internet, you open a, a page, and naked women pop up. They, they, they say, click, click, click. Beautiful Asian women. Have you not seen it before? Uh, if you like, don't talk to me. You click it, and you are seeing women's breasts and private parts. Nobody is there with you. <laughs> you must be joking. The day you stand before him, everything will play before you. And then you will say, ah! So this thing, my elder brother, many years ago, more than 50 years ago, about 50 years ago, he was coming from school, primary school. Two boys were fighting, and he went to separate them, and they pushed him. He fell and hit his head on the gutter and passed out. When he woke up, he said when he fainted, he said that, that moment, he said everything he can remember as a child played before him. From the time he was like three years old, he said everything I could remember, just, just like in one second, everything just played. He will, he will have died though it's God that brought him back. That's what will happen to everybody. Nothing is hidden. Don't be deceived. Today's service, God told me when I was praying yesterday, he said this is an amnesty service. They that seek me for mercy, I will give it to them. No matter what it is. So when it is time, do not harden your heart. Amen. We will pray in the next five minutes. <laughs> Jacob, I'll mention it briefly because it's a long story. That's why I didn't even go there. Jacob cooked pottage. His brother Esau was in the field. He came hungry. Jacob, please give me food. Esau, uh, he said, no. I can't give you. Nothing goes for nothing. Esau said, I'm about to die now. Somebody who ate yesterday is saying because he has not eaten one meal today, he's about to die. That is the same lie why many of us are not fasting. 50 days fasting. You don't know why God said fast. You just take it, uh, it's not a big deal. Hebrews 12, 14, or Hebrews 12, 16 said, Are there fornicators among you like Esau, who is a profane fellow? Somebody who does not take anything seriously, doesn't take the things of God seriously. It's not a big deal. 
Let's there be. Let's see it now. Let there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. He said, "You will swear. I can't give you this food for nothing. No, you have to swear to me that I'm not your senior brother." And Esau laughed. <laughs> senior brother. What do they do with that? Oh, yeah, take now. He said, eh, you have to swear. He said, I swear. And immediately he said it, destinies changed. And it was time for Isaac to bless them. He said, Esau, come, go and bring food. Go to the bush, hunt, kill bush meat. I want to eat so I can bless you from my heart. His mother heard, went and told Jacob, I said, look, your father wants to bless your brother because she loved Jacob more than Esau. Go and bring goats, young goats. Jacob said, I can't do it, mommy now. Ah. Daddy knows that he knows he knows Esau now. And Esau is a hairy fellow. He said, What if he's discovered and he will begin to, that blessing you say I should go and get? He's going to curse me now. She said, If he curses you, let the curse come upon you. Go and do this thing. You don't know what is at stake. And he went. She prepared goats, roasted it. He took it to his father. Daddy, I'm back. Ah, he said, that was fast though. He said, ah, he's the God of Isaac. Your covenant God is the one that made the way for me. I made everything. Ah, I said, okay, that's good. Okay, bring it. The man was suspicious. When he came, he touched him. Ah, I said, okay. The hand is the hand of Isosha. But this voice is still sounding like Jacob. And then he gave him a last opportunity. Are you really Esau, my first son? At that point, Jacob could have backed out. He said, yes, sir, I am. He said, come and kiss me. The man came, embraced him, and smelt his dress. He said, aha, yes, this is the dress of Esau. Because his mother gave him Esau's dress. It smelled like the field that my God has blessed. And he began to bless him. It shall be well with you. You will prosper. All your brethren will bow before you. You will rule over them. He said, amen, amen. And then he went out. Him and his mother rejoicing. And then Esau came. Daddy, daddy, I've come. Daddy said, Who is that? Ah, it's Esau. Now you sent me to bring venison for you. Which venison? I've eaten venison now. He said, No, daddy, no. Somebody must have come to deceive me. This is, he said, I've already blessed the person. Though. Daddy, no, you have to bless me. He said, No. The blessing is gone because the blessing did not come of my own volition, it's from heaven. Daddy, is there nothing else for you to bless me? Just one blessing. I said, ah, ah. What I can tell you is that your brother will rule over you. Jacob. And in Genesis 27, the Bible said, Esau said, this thing my brother has, did, has done, I will kill him. And his mother heard again, quickly sent him to her, bro her, her, her brother's place to go and stay there. But then she went to tell uh, Isaac that I want him to go and marry from my place. That's why I'm sending him. Another lie. And then Isaac called him again. As we are going, don't marry Palestinian Canaanite and blessed him again on top of another lie. And the consequences were waiting for Jacob, all manner of trouble. After about 20 years plus, he said, enough of running up and down. I'm going back home. Genesis 32. I'm going back home. He sent people in front with gifts, hundreds of cattle, hundreds of goats. Go and give to my brother Esau and tell him that, tell him that your servant. Please look for this thing for me as I'm talking because of time. 
you that you took the birthright, you're not saying you are his servant. Say, tell him that your servant is, he sent this thing to you. And the Bible says, <laughs> when they started going, they came and told him, Esau is also coming to meet you. And guess what? He's coming with 400 soldiers. Ah! <laughs> Jacob said, <laughs> my own is finished. But as he was running, he slept at a place. God appeared to him and said, Jacob, I am the God of your father, Abraham and Isaac. I promise to bless them. I will bless you. I promise to be with them. I will be with you. I will follow you wherever you go. In Romans chapter 9, he said, did God not say, Jacob have I loved and Esau have I hated? He blessed him and then Genesis 32, as I was going to meet his brother, he lifted his eyes and prayed, Lord, please help me against my brother. Deliver me according to thy mercy. And look at what happened. Quickly now go to Genesis 33. Verse 1. And then we're going to pray from here. And Jacob lifted his eyes and looked. Everybody want to go. And behold, who came? Who was Esau? He's at his brother, but his adversary, who was coming to kill him. And with him, how many men? And then quickly, Jacob carried Leah, the first wife they used to deceive him that he didn't like. He said, You go in front. You and your children and your mates. If they will kill anybody, you people are expendable. Then he carried the wife he loved and put behind that one and arranged them like that. Then he ran to the front. Amen. Quickly go to verse, uh, is it four, five now? He went forward, passed over them, and bowed himself to the ground. How many times? To his brother. Shebi, you are now the senior brother. Seven times. I'm your servant, too. I hate Loiso. I hate Loiso. I hate. <laughs> your boys are loyal, low. If the Bible said the bold shall, the, the righteous shall be as bold as a lion. But look at what happened. Everybody read this together. One, two, go. Somebody shout mercy. The mercy of God went ahead of him and said, you, Jacob, you will not die. You will live. There's somebody here, you will not die. You will live. Everything from your past that is waiting to destroy your future. My father, deal with it today in the name of Jesus. Let's stand on our feet quickly. The father of mercy, call upon him. Call upon him. I'm going to make a call. If you have not surrendered your life to Jesus, you need him to find mercy. And then if you are here, what have you covered up? What do you think you have covered up? You will also join those people. All those categories of people, they are going to come to the altar, kneel down, and talk to God. And tell him, Lord, I'm sorry. And then if you are not born again, you have not surrendered your life to Christ, I encourage you, I implore you to please also come. And let me ask all hands to be lifted as we sing this song. Just as I am Was shed for me.
from you Lord look at it all I'm asking for is your mercy let's close our eyes and begin to talk to him Lord have mercy 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 on me begin to address situations you know what you should deal with in your life if you don't open it to him, there are consequences. And if you are here making up your mind, I want to surrender to Jesus for the first time, or I want to rededicate my life to him, or I want to settle certain matters between me and him, just begin to come now, as that song says. Oh, Lamb of God, I come. I come. When you come, just kneel down. It's between you and him now. I'm not asking you anything. Nobody's asking you. It's between you and him. Just come, kneel down, talk to him. I know a God who is merciful and kind, faithful and gracious. I'm the apple of his eyes, the thought that fills his heart every morning, noon, and night. He loved me when I didn't care and was patient till I came running back into his arms. Look how he turned my life around made me a shining star his glory to reveal I will forever because this God is too good oh I will worship him forever love him forever my God is good this God is too good talk to him brethren ask for mercy Lord have mercy on me restore my lost glory Restore my lost promotion. Restore my lost health. Because of adultery and fornication, a lot of men have lost their health. My wife and I were discussing a lady many years ago. Every day she's treating infection after infection because of an irresponsible husband. Lord, restore my health by your mercy. Lord, restore my job. Lord, restore my joy. What has the enemy stolen from you? Restore my position. The Bible says I am seated in high places, in heavenly places. Am I still sitting there? Have I lost my position in the heavenly places? Lord, have mercy on me.
let heaven hear your voice cry for mercy wherever you are mercy on David you restored his throne you restored his crown you had mercy on Jacob you continued your covenant with Abraham in his life father the Bible says you are the same yesterday the same today and the same forever Father, this is my tongue. It's my, it's my generation. Please have mercy on me. Go ahead and pray. Brethren, it's a generational thing. Let mercy overrule judgment in my life. Let your mercy raise help us for me, O oh Lord. By your mercy, teach me to please you. The Bible says when a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies will be at peace with him. That was what happened to Jacob. The Lord turned an evil way to be a pleasing way. In Jesus' name we pray. Now I'm going to give you another one minute to begin to prophesy into 2020. The Lord has helped us through January. You are going to speak into February. You will speak into March. You will speak into April. Go ahead and begin to speak. February is the second month. I will enjoy a double portion of peace, of joy, of grace. March is the third month. The Bible says a three-way cord cannot be broken. In the month of March, the Lord will establish me. April is the fourth month. From the four corners of the earth, favor will locate me. Grace, mercy will locate me. May is the fifth month. I will find grace before God. July is the sixth month. That is the number of man. Is the number of divine visitation. In July, I will have divine visitation. Go ahead and begin to speak. July, the seventh month, the Lord shall perfect all that concerns me. August, the month of a new beginning. The Lord will do a new thing in my life. 
September the ninth month, the month of harvest, the month of birth. Oh, the Lord will do a new thing. Great harvest in my life. October is the tenth month. It's a month of double grace. I will receive double grace. The month of November is the month of the last hour miracle. Oh, even in November, I will testify. December is the twelfth month. Twelve is the number of government. Oh, the Lord himself will rule over my life and destiny. Go ahead and speak. This, month, this year shall be well with me. I will see the end of this year as I sought the end of 2019. This year, sorrow will not come near my family. Weeping will not come near me. Joy all the way. Victory all the way. Peace all the way. In Jesus' name we pray. One more prayer point. At the Bible study on Tuesday, we saw how in Genesis chapter 18, God told Abraham, I'm going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham began to negotiate. He did not tell God that my brother Lot is there. He was just saying, what if you find 10? What if you find 45? And God said, if I find 10, I will not destroy. But then they were not up to 10. But as the angels were going to destroy Sodom, the Bible said they saw Lot at the gate. Why was Lot at the gate? Who told him to go to the gate? The Lord ordered his footsteps. We are going to pray and say, Father, throughout this year, 2020, please order my footsteps to be at the right place at the right time. Go ahead and pray. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, behold your children. You are the one that said we should come and we have come. You said we should seek your face as the merciful Father. Lord, we have sought your face. Send mercy to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord just reminded me, and I will give you 30 seconds. The Lord told me, I said this on Thursday. To ministers, I'm not sure I said it in the church. I said it when we're closing. That the Lord said, Every prayer we pray today, He will answer. Amen. So, in case you have forgotten something, 30 seconds, talk to God. 30 seconds before I round up now. Just 30 seconds. Don't waste time on it, just mention it. He said, Whatever you ask today, I will answer it. As a merciful Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, thank you for you are not a man that you should lie. You are the only covenant keeper, the promise keeper. Glory be to your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Everyone who has confessed before you, one thing or the other, Father, show them mercy in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every consequence of iniquity, that is already taking its toll upon whatever life, Lord, by the blood that Jesus shed. Wipe away that consequence and stop it now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, every lie of the devil that has prevailed in any life, let the lie be exposed now in the name of Jesus. 
every power of sin over any man, any woman, by the name and the blood of Jesus, let that power be broken now in the name of Jesus. Every bondage, every chain, every shackle holding anyone bound in the name of Jesus, let them be loosed now in the name of Jesus. Your children have requested, according to your promise, answer. Lord, give them testimonies. Cause their joy to overflow. Everyone who has lost glory, daddy, restore the glory. Every marriage that has lost joy, daddy, let there be restoration. Everyone who has lost position, daddy, restore them. Everyone who has lost one good thing or the other, Father, restore in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your holy name. Take all the glory, for in Jesus' name we pray. Let somebody shout hallelujah. As we close now, today was your first time in church. Can you just kindly wave your hands wherever you are? Today was your first time on a Sunday like this. Can you just wave your hands? Would you come, kindly come? I would just like to welcome you. One minute. Captured my heart. Once you, my heart's rejoiced.